much for joining yeah. us today, Lucy. No, thanks for having me. So yeah, we. I'm Vanessa. This is Jennifer uh, from obviously from Bella Magazine. Uh, we are um, excited to have a conversation with you about your clothing line. But more importantly, before we get into that, um, tell us a little bit about your background, how this all got started. Um, my parents were like market traders, so they always I was brought up learning how to buy and sell and hustle like that I suppose um, but they were never creative so they just used to yeah buy and sell ultimately um, and then I always made clothes but just a bit of a I don't know if you analyze it maybe that expression or whatever that was just that creativity in me I've always um, had that side of me and then I wanted to act really and like most unemployed actresses need another um, job so I started doing the markets. So in London, in East and West London, actually, I just used to customize bits, sew little bits up and um, sell it there. And then ultimately at the, in the market, you got like a better position and, and you were moved up in the ranks if you made everything. So I just made, made the thing to just make the whole garment and it just grew from there really. And then I grew with, ultimately, I think we've grown with social and been able to make that community um with social media as we've I say I started maybe 10 11 years ago so we've grown together and it's yeah got a really great community now self-taught yeah that's right I feel like most things are really I feel like you've either got something or not and it and I've always said I know how to, I'm not the best designer I'm not the best anything but I know how to work very hard and I think if I'm a good worker so yeah, if you stick well, at something you're and you wearing, work hard at it. You're wearing my color. So that yeah. you, you've got dibs. I know, we're matching. <laughs> <laughs> so that alone uh, <laughs> makes you a great designer in my eyes. Mm -hmm. But how did you, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, how the whole pandemic uh, basically helped gear your collection in a new direction, right? Um, tell us a little bit about that. Um, we're known for our prints, I, I mean, it's gone it's been so varied like and it's it changes even now like day to day there might be a new rule that comes out or a new thing so range planning has been really hard mm -hmm. um I feel like where do I start yeah but so I think we're known for our prints we're known for that I think as soon as it hit we were like okay like I said earlier we have such a strong community with our customer base so just really working on what do they need what do they want and we just made the most fun, bold, colorful prints. And it just became a bit of a light relief. I think our, um, what's the word? It's not community, but like the, the vibe that we had on social at the time just become a positive place and a bit of something that wasn't so, like wasn't watching the four o'clock news every day to see, do you know what I mean? Just not fun stuff happening, which mm. so, and then we just grew with that. We've, We've introduced new product areas. Um, so I say more like knit lounge offering. We're doing gym next year. I mean, from the we know from the lockdown, there's going to be a baby boom next year. We're, we're introducing kids. We've got so we're always we work so closely with our customer and they're so vocal that we'll make wherever they want. And I think if we can make clothing that makes you smile, I say especially this year, it just feels. Um, I say with certain t-shirts we'll introduce a new charity every 
t-shirt we do is for a new charity so we'll introduce a new charity to support a, a cause that really we felt really needed it at that time and that can change monthly so there's been so many causes that have charities that have suffered this year due to funding there's so many fundraisers that have been cancelled and stuff so if we can use our voice especially this year I think there's been such a moral um consciousness about how we can use that um yeah we'll try uh I love how, what you just said just because you when you were saying consciousness with the word responsibility just automatically popped up into my head and it's like you do have, um, we all have a sense of responsibility with anything that we're doing, especially to contribute or not in with everything that's happening. And it's fascinating to see, you know, uh, how you're utilizing your platform to do just that. You became um, a mother again during this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good at that as well. I'm, I'm good at working hard and I'm good at reproducing. Yeah, Maybe I need to work harder so I don't have any time to have any more. Uh, first of all, as a mother myself, you know, my I think that's the, the running question um, for anyone who is, has babies and is, you know, building a business and an empire is number one, like, how do you manage to um, juggle all the spinning plates, right, uh, is one. And how has, uh, how have your children influenced, you know, the direction of where you've um, geared, you know, lately? Again, so many answers to it. I think firstly, I've got an amazing nanny. Um, I think it's really important to structure and learn to get the right people to organize other stuff or um, so you can hone in on what your skill is and then do that well, rather than, um, I say even the nanny. So when I, I'm at work, I can work fully. Um, when I'm at home, I can then be mum. Or do you know I mean you can be committed to where you are? I think you really need that structure. Um, and I never used to be great at that. And I think sometimes as a creative, it's hard to have both sides of your mind to think businessy as well as creatively. Um, so I think structure. Um, obviously, they influence everything. I think then there's a subconscious drive to want to do better as well. So they influence your ambition um, but then also influence just questions you make on your day-to-day -day living of how you enjoy stuff oh no are you working too much should you be having more family time I feel like they do you learn so much from them they make yeah, you I, question so much running statement is but you aren't you the boss like can't, don't, like <laughs> yeah. can't, you just, can't you just tell people the higher up the chain you get the less the less voice you get you don't, I don't <laughs> and, and then i'll come home and i'm like what 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 just happened like shut it i know <laughs> yeah I know. so the i kids totally... are the boss they're yeah. the, the biggest bosses um <laughs> yeah but then ultimately i say because we are so family and and staff have kids and everything so that's why again we're launching kids next year so they can just be even more part of that we're discussing the shoot for that already um and it's just fun that then they can all be involved and I'm lucky as well that my family all work with me so my mum my two of my sisters do I'm one of five two of my sisters do around our customer service team or whatever like everyone's involved so it's nice you get to see them otherwise I think when you are a workaholic then you don't see them whereas at least now even if it's work related, I still get to chat to them all the time. Yeah. So yeah, the kids and family are just about, yeah, they're the ones you can't get rid of. They'll always be about. 
you can't send them back you can't no and i'm lucky for, i'm so lucky do you know what i mean and i'm lucky and i think no, um and ultimately because you know as you're and I, and i know this just from my own experience you know it's harder when you're not supported by the people you know when you come home that you can just be like drop everything off and just be mom and you know i too uh, vouch and 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 i'm so for you know finding the right support system um because otherwise you couldn't be able to do what you do then your head is all over the place i know that my challenge personally has been finding um because my kids call me 25 times a day um <laughs> and they've gotten used to me being home more which is not great at all yes. <laughs> i have my kids on a friday that's the hardest day of my week <laughs> by the end i'm like get me back to, exactly. like, get I know, me back to the right? office and then on weekends, it's like I show I I I completely shut down. It's like unless something is burning, don't call me. You know, um, so I totally understand it. But it's also, you know, hearing you just uh, talk about family and how they work with you, that also is a different type of dance. You know, not everybody has the capacity of managing um, a family business. You know, my I always say my husband is a silent partner, who isn't very silent. Silent. I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> who isn't very silent because he'll voices of you know i'll get home and he's like well what happened to this today and i'm like oh my god lord help me so but um, my mom, that's another thing though if i'm having like sunday dinner with my mom and she all she wants to do is talk about work i'm like no no no, no stop mom really. but she is so passionate about it but my mom and dad worked together their whole life i don't know i think in a couple i think that's hard i've got respect for that yeah yeah <laughs> what is um i i hear you talking about you know launching uh branching out and launching your kids line what is your hope um for 2021 with all of this you know as you can i mean we can't really foresee a lot but what have you been able to kind of foresee for yourself for your for your business in the in the future um just continue that we're in such a great growth um over the last i say like five years it have just been great for us to continue that um it's a shame our international has been a bit strange this year. So we were meant to have done a pop-up for the month of April in LA. We tend to do like maybe three international pop-ups a year. Okay. So one or two of those will be in, in America. So it's been a shame there. We have post-election, um, it's been busy again in America, but I think that was, it was really strange there for a bit. Um, it's still strange. Yeah, yeah no, I know. <laughs> I know. It, it still is. <laughs> yeah, our digital marketers from New York, and he's back home at the minute, and it's, yeah, I think it feels strange, even from, yeah, my interpretation. But um, yeah. hopefully, just building that up, being able to see our customer and stuff there. Um, and just, I say, just international. It's fun for us to travel and shoot. I think a lot of creative has been a bit restrictive um you're quite limited I mean I became like everything in the summer we I had to shoot from my garden again I'm lucky my husband's a bit of a handyman like to make different sets but you had to do all of that yeah. um there's only so much of me people want to see like oh, we want to be go out and be able to travel again um so that would be fun I think to just really feel that we can commit to those different seasons and stuff creatively um just you've just got to keep agile do you know what I mean I was gonna and say, just working you have a, a great social media following and I mean you're affiliated with shop up and ASOS I mean you guys are doing great despite this pandemic so what would your advice be for you know business owners maybe right now that are struggling or don't really know how to keep moving forward 
it's hard again even for us it's just because you don't know I think the thing with the vaccine has been encouraging that I think we can range plan now so we know by spring we could be on um, a road of normality so for us we're traditionally a like a woven dress brand but and that was okay like I said earlier in summer because I think people were still wearing dresses on in summer and stuff in the garden it's okay but I think now we didn't really have a lounge offering or a gym offering so now this like we introduced we onboarded a lot of new factories this year so um we can now do our print in a knit so that gave us a bit of flexibility that for us was our lounge offering but if we thought that we were going to be in and out of lockdown for another 18 months yeah. then we'd have to really address like our our lounge and move completely in a different direction to what we're used to so I think it's it's been hard and I say obviously just keeping as agile as you can keeping your ear to I say the ground but like I say we've got such a vocal customer so seeing what they want trying to trust your gut as much as you can so if you feel to go in a certain way or if you or just de-risk as well Do you know I mean if you have to hold back and think okay things might be tighter but then de-risk that um look at other avenues that I know it's it's hard to say but aren't as revenue driven so things to engage your customer and you've just got more of a lifetime invested customer for other areas and for other things that you stand for so it's not always um yeah so revenue driven so for us we launched like a feel good friday and i think the customers that we gained across lockdown um and i say in other decisions that we made over that time i think held us in good stead for then i think when it comes back to normal we've got an invested um customer base yeah. um other advice yeah i'd say to just really try and de-risk mm-hmm. and that because you'll be able to pick that up depends what line or what industry you're in do you know what i mean like of how quickly you can react i think there's good and bad of say that our size business is quite medium so we can be flexible but then do you know what i mean there's pros and cons of that you mentioned you know that you really hadn't didn't have like a lounge wear offering and and you've been able to kind of compensate mm-hmm. for i guess the losses of other you know items that you did have with launching this but i also think like i can't help but think when we were at a point where we we're like okay well we're over lo- like lo- lounge we're like i don't want to wear sweats anymore yeah. um i, I do i think there's going to be a time people just want to burn their leggings yeah. do you know what i mean and, <laughs> and get I me in frocks and this morning and i told jen i'm like i'm wearing my dressy sweats today she's like those are not sweats i'm like no they literally <laughs> i bought them and it was like dressy sweats yeah. because you want to well, everyone's casualized what they call everything yeah, now. yeah. i mean it's yeah. just be like yeah you want to be comfortable but at the same time if you put trainers on with it it's fine <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean sequins and and just bare feet or trainers yeah, it's yeah, okay. yeah. i'm actually like thinking we have a shoot coming up on thursday hopefully if the weather permits it's like i have like these dressy sweat like sweatsuit i'm like oh that's what i may be wearing or this is like to be comfy but I'm ready still to look dress cute up. i'm tired of dressing um no, but it's 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 really fascinating to hear how you've been. I, I think the key word here for anyone that may be listening to is just adapting, right? Like adapting to everyone who lived in 2020. That's just been the key word, isn't it? There's either like let's yeah. be agile or sorry, I'm on mute. Pivot, yeah. adapting, resilient. Yeah. Those are like the buzzy words now. You remember that year where we had to just buckle up and just like keep moving forward yeah but um i it always heartens me to hear you know how you've been 
uh, able to just, um, you know, roll with the punches and continue to move forward and has and have seen success through this whole process, just because, you know, we continue to hear how, you know, luxury fashion brands are, of course, like, you know, having to really rethink uh, what they're offering is because nobody still no one is really getting dressed up you know even and I really liked I think in summer I really liked I think it's changed a little bit now for us over here now that Dubai's opened the door everyone in England is in Dubai at the minute showing this like lavish life that they live but I quite enjoyed in summer when no one could travel and there wasn't that thing that comes with Instagram of, of showing this life I mean like keeping up with the Joneses showing this flashness and it was so present and so honest yeah. people's voice on social yeah. media and, and, yeah. like, and the imagery it wasn't glossy it was because yeah. everyone was in the same boat and I really appreciated that um relatability and and the the honesty and stuff that came around social media and I feel like it's gone a little like that's left a little bit now um, because I think I enjoyed that for a while. Tired of yeah. you know just being at home, you know, within the confinements of their whatever walls, however many walls. And I think that that's what you know we're we're longing to just reconnect with others. But I do agree with you with that. We shift shifted and we pivoted, you know, our messaging with our magazine also, um, and just made it really. I mean, not that I was too far off that messaging anyway, um, but. It was, that's been the one thing that has been sustaining for us is the, the ability to tell, continue to, to share genuine, authentic stories and really showcasing, you know, real people, um, warts and all, as they say here, you know? Yeah, I think, I think that was more present. And I say there was more of an authenticity and maybe people had more time to read those articles, whereas before you want to flick and you just yeah. want to see a... Yeah. A fancy image or something it's a you need that a quicker stimulation whereas maybe people are a bit more invested over that period yeah right. yeah I, I agree with that well I definitely uh you know love um what you represent what you stand for as a mother I always am and encouraged and heartened to hear other women you know sharing their journeys of entrepreneurship and brand building and uh empire building because that's what you're building right uh, <laughs> we're getting there <laughs> and um you know because this isn't it isn't for as a woman in general it isn't easy to you know get ahead but then when you have when you're trucking with little people <laughs> depend on know, you but to be honest I didn't ever feel before I was a mum I don't think I had a not maturity but I've never been like oh just like I've done this despite the fact that I'm a woman or I've just never really been conscious of it at all I think I was just brought up my mum's like the hardest working woman I know like, and, and that's just how you are I think only then since kids I think okay like even just an appreciation of I don't think people even discuss like menstrual cycles or every, or hormones or anything that that affects your, that might affect a whole week of someone's, so what's that? What's one week times 50, um, times 12? Do you know what I mean? Like 12 weeks of your whole. <laughs> However many weeks. Um, yeah, no, I yeah, get it. Exactly. No, but I can understand that. And that affects that, yeah. you. Or yeah. like, a, yeah. it, and I think, yeah, different things of, I don't know, sleep deprivation. It annoys me. I mean, I would love to have a crash at work. It annoys me how there's not bigger um organizations especially where a lot of the staff are women as well like why is there not more government intervention that can help me have a crash at work so then you can come to work or um be a bit more flexible with your hours because it's it's hard then for an employer as well to be able to support that solely even yeah. though you want to all your intentions could be good and and yeah. but 
at the same time, if every one of your staff want to are on maternity at the same time or come back, you can't offer that flexibility. I think there has to be a bit more government intervention there to support that and to support those companies that are willing to to match that. Yeah. And, and there's, I mean, you, you've heard obviously, and I, I don't mean you specifically, but there are a few companies like Google, like, you know, bigger major companies who are supporting their employees and having a more of a laxed um, lifestyle with the work. But I think the pandemic has shown us that that flexibility is possible because we're still being able to produce great work from wherever you are. You know, I remember uh, having kids and, and, and pre-pandemic, having like dragged out fights with people who I worked with because I had to be in office. And it was like, but I can do that from my house. Like I, you know, I don't necessarily have to be physically present. Yeah. I, I do agree that there's a, there is magic that happens when you're with a group of people and you get to work faster. Um, and I, but I'm up for breaking it up. Like I don't need to be in the office five, five days a week. Uh, we can be in the office two days a week, you know, it could be, or it doesn't necessarily have to be that structured. So I, I, I feel it and I understand it, but, but being conscious of that is the key, which you say you now are because of your children. And I think like, that's what, you know, I always look at them and I'm like, gee, thanks. You're making me rethink, you know, they keep <laughs> me honest. They keep me on my toes. Um, they make me want to not make it better for just for myself, but the people who work with me, you know, uh, because, um, it's just that's what we should be doing for each other it's just kind of like I think I think a bit you asked the question earlier you know like what what do you want to work on say for next year or where do you want to go with stuff but I think your journey I say when you own a business or whatever your the goalposts change all the time so at one point it might have been okay earning money you want to yeah. like buy a house whatever it, I don't know but I think for me I think I'm on a stage of my journey now to be is more job satisfaction would be in creating something that I'm really proud of. So whether that's just a staff culture or like when we talk about the crash or um, just a brand of what we stand for. I think that for me is, would be my drive now for next year. That's amazing. Where I really do commend you for everything. I thought I, I you know, I thought this conversation was going to go one way, and it really. Oh, sorry, I can chat rubbish. Yeah, no. <laughs> I feel like I'll, I'll go. No, no, no. What I'm saying want. is that you know, because sometimes when you don't have a connection with, uh, you know, a direct connection with the person you're speaking to, sometimes the interviews just kind of turn very cold. But this has been a very warm and light conversation. I think that you know women, mothers, uh, other entrepreneurs and business owners can relate to a lot of what you had to share. Uh, and that's what we're here to do is to offer people resources that they can, you know, apply immediately to their lives or businesses. Uh, and, you know, before we go, how can people continue to learn more about you, your brand, and how can people connect with you? Um, Instagram, I suppose, is the best. So we're never fully dressed. And if you were to DM in anything on there, even towards me, like focus for me, for my attention, then the girls will, um, I mean, she's in the other room. I mean, like it's, <laughs> it's very open. So she'll let us know that there's something uh, more personal for me, but even the team can always help as well. So we have an open door policy and we're, yeah. One thing I didn't ask, which I wanted to know the name of your brand, why did you choose it? I think, I say I was never really a shopper. You know, when I think, you know, from Annie, you're never fully dressed without a smile. So to me, it does, I don't really care what you're wearing. Like, and so I think that smile and just a confidence and that happiness would be the most important thing rather than, yeah. 
the rest of the stuff that we're trying to sell, but that's what I think is the most important. But prints yeah. are really cute. So. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And that, that that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. But yeah, if you can't get that, just wear a, yeah, a smile. Oh, I like that. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, I really appreciate having the conversation. How about you, John? Yeah, Great. very nice meeting you. Virtually nice. meeting. Thank you very much, and girls. I know I we're pros at this. Make it to London, which is where I know. I hope that we can. Uh, I can. We'll make this real life. Yeah. Yeah. Glass of wine real life. instead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Perfect. All right. Thanks for your time, girls. Thank you. Thank Have you. a great day. Take care. Don't